This edition of The Standard is brought to you by the AXA Startup Angel Competition. I'm Sharma Dean Reed, founder and CEO of The Stack World, and I'm here to help you turn your business dream into reality. There are six chances to win the competition, including two top prizes of £25,000, mentoring from myself and leading UK founders, plus business insurance for a year, thanks to AXA. Go to standard.co.uk forward slash AXA Startup Angel for details on how to enter and complete your entry by the 2nd of June, 2024. Good luck. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. From the Evening Standard in London, I'm David Marsland, and this is The Leader. There's a lot of talk about how vaccines are going to end this global pandemic that we're all embroiled in. But is that true? One leading expert has told The Evening Standard that the bug has a game plan, and it's going to be around for years to come. Dr. David Nabarro is the World Health Organization's special envoy on COVID-19. He believes vaccines are just one part of an arsenal that has to be deployed, and the focus should really be on extinguishing outbreaks where they occur. He spoke to Rosalind Russell, who is leading the Evening Standard's Vaccine for the World project, which is highlighting the challenges and solutions for the COVID-19 pandemic. This isn't going to be a disease that can be eradicated anytime soon. And indeed, it may not be possible to eradicate it at all, because by constantly mutating, uh, the virus actually is sort of indicating its game plan for survival, because it will mutate, and over time it will be able to evade the protection offered by the current vaccines, and it will just be an ever-present threat. And being ready for COVID means being able to defend against the virus when it starts to appear in a community with a spike of disease or even with a surge of the outbreak, that what really matters is being able to get the defence right. A key part of the defence is vaccination, but it's not going to be vaccination alone that's going to solve the problem. It's not going to be hygiene alone that's going to solve the problem. It's not going to be face masks alone that's going to solve the problem. It's actually pulling them all together and being super clever about how you utilise the balance between these various interventions. That's really devastating what you say, really, because it's framing the situation in a completely different way from our politicians. And our politicians are always talking to us about ending the pandemic. There's a dissonance between the narrative of the WHO and the prevailing narrative of leaders of the G7 nations. Yeah. Yeah, I I spoke to a colleague of yours actually in Kenya this morning and he was very interesting about the situation in Kenya at the moment where they've been through three waves of infection and infection rates are very low at the moment. Although, as you know, they're spiked in, in Uganda next door and it almost seems to be a sort of slightly sinister calm before the storm moment. And 
we know what should happen, but I mean, what what is your expectation of what will happen on the African continent in the in the next three months? Well, the right thing to happen is that the world helps African nations do everything they possibly can to get prepared for new surges of the disease occurring just about anywhere. They'll mostly be in urban areas for now, so they should be getting prepared. The difficulty is that it's super hard to know what to prepare for because you just don't know the form that a surge will take. Will it be one of these massive and rather deadly surges like we've seen in India or we're seeing now in Nepal? Or will it be a relatively mild thing like we have had in Africa last year? And that's the tricky, tricky thing, Roz, is for everybody to know the right level of preparedness. In addition, one of the tricky issues in in African countries is that really if you want to stop the virus from spreading, action is needed the moment people with the disease are discovered in a locality. And that action does mean dense testing and then identification of people with the disease and then really rigorous isolation of those with the disease to stop the disease from spreading plus increasingly now localized ring vaccination where you vaccinate around a spike in order to try to stop cases from coming out but the drag is that there's no vaccine and and some people have said well we heard that in malawi vaccine was being thrown away and i want to be very clear with everybody trying to run a vaccination program when you're basically dependent on dribs and drabs of vaccine arriving is super difficult i mean everybody is busy and poor people are busier than rich people by and large it's one of the things we've always learned so to sort of expect poor people to be hanging around for a day or two to wait for a covid vaccine is really unreasonable and there is a real sense among people in many locations that hanging around and waiting for crumbs that come from the north is not a reasonable way to behave. I am absolutely focused on moving from positioning and promises to practical action and programs. Yeah, I mean, also what's interesting to me is that the more it is in dribs and drabs and people getting one vaccine and then not being able to get their second vaccine, that must play in heavily into uh, vaccine hesitancy. Well, it's, uh, again, resolvable by consistent messaging. Uh, I mean, we haven't been helped by some very high-profile leaders choosing to give quite mixed messages about the severity of the disease that need to prevent infection and the importance of vaccination uh, as part of protection. And as long as we've got such a large number of religious and political and cultural leaders constantly finding reasons to question, uh, our life will be difficult. 
mean, the reality is that the incidence of side effects from AstraZeneca is minute, less than the possibility of a clot if you're taking contraceptive pill for a woman. And it's also, if we look at the overall risk, it's much, much less than traveling by car or plane, all these other things that we usually compare with. So it could have been possible for leaders to have done a decent communication on AstraZeneca, but this absolute nonsense that happened in Europe of bad-mouthing a vaccine, apparently as part of a political campaign, is just one example of why irresponsible leadership, I believe, must be to blame for a lot of the hesitancy we have at the moment. You can read more from Rosalind's interview on our Vaccine for the World pages, which you'll find in the Optimist section of standard.co.uk. And that's the Leader Podcast. We're back tomorrow at 4pm. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.